Hey, what is that sound? Do you hear that? <laughs> Sean, what the hell is Eddie doing? He's running down the street. Hey, Eddie, give Eddie you run back. Eddie, we're starting this. Get your eggs ready, honey. Hey, Sean, thank you for uh, getting some steak at the store because I wanted to beat some meat. I just. <laughs> On that note, welcome back to season three of Three and a Half Gentlemen, the podcast where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis to movies from our private collections. And one of us who tries desperately to keep up will let you decide which host is which. But for now, my name is Sean, and with me, as always, are my co hosts, Jeremiah. What up, Adrian? Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) And Eddie. I'm doing this in Philly. This season, we're shaking things up a bit. We decided that each host will pick a film from each decade, from the 70s to today, that exemplifies that time period. Some of the films will be underrated, some classics, while others will be overrated piles of cinematic crap. As with every review, we give our goals to answer one simple question. How many drinks does it take to get through each movie selection? At the end of the podcast, we'll rate the movie based on a scale of zero to five. Zero is the perfect film that you can watch Stone Cold Sober. And five is a film that hits you so hard right in the face that you can't properly articulate words. Or you have to cut your eye open. In addition to our view, we always pair our selection with a cocktail that we hope will enhance the viewing experience. This season, we want to focus a little more on the cocktail selections, so please feel free to shake, stir, or in this case, shoot. I would just say pour the cocktail at this point because Eddie really didn't think outside the box. <laughs> that we've chosen and settled in. Yes, I hope will be an engaging review. Got inside the can. Can you guys not talk over the My intro? My movie's way better. The host is speaking. Oh, you're the host. I am the host. Do you want shut up. <laughs> you, are you picking a fight? Let's glove up. Let's go. Let's glove up. 15 rounds. I'll take you. Oh. With that, what (laughs) movie do we have on tap this evening, Eddie? Oh, Oh, shit, this is you this time. (laughs) All right, tonight we have the 1976, the movie Rocky. The film is rated at 8.1 on Internet Movie Database and on the credits score a 94% on the audience score of 96. (laughs) 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow, really? (laughs) It's also ranked 57 on the IFA. AFI. AFI. IFA. <laughs> the International Fighting Alliance. <laughs> it's also ranked at 57 on the AFI's uh, 100 Greatest Movie list. Nice. Rocky Balboa is a struggling boxer trying to make the big time, working on as a debt collector. <laughs> Still says pittance on mine. But working as a debt collector for a, a, a loan shark. Uh, when heavyweight champion Paulo Creed visits Philly, his managers want to set up an exhibition match between Creed and the struggling boxer. Uh, so they find this fight as a chance for uh, nobody to become a, a somebody. This match is uh, supposed to be an easy win for Creed, but somebody uh, forgot to tell Rocky this. This is something that Rocky sees as a chance for his only shot at the big time. Very, very well. So sure. first impressions. Uh, uh, so before we get into our cocktail selection, we first need to talk about whose film this is. And moreover, what our initial impression of the movie were before sitting down to watch it. I believe this was Eddie's film. You know, I write this, and I'm not George Lucas. I Why think you it's take the away delivery. my parts. <laughs> I haven't taken you you took away my part. <laughs> you have random. I haven't. I, just did. I do miss my part, like now, so we won't be talking about the movie straight through. Instead of whatever <laughs> conversation flow. Now you can do the cocktail selection, Brandon. I'm sorry. 
Dun, 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 dun. All right, first impressions. Uh, let's start with so, uh, Brandon. Oh, he said, no, Ed, no, no, Ed's no, no, Eddie, I'm sorry. Don't I'm take this pick. away from I'm, me. I'll go sorry. second. I'll go second. I'll do the Rocky. I'll beat number Thank two. Thank you. <laughs> so when I think of in the 1970s, it's hard not to think about the movie Rocky and also this whole tradition of, of the man from Philly, right? Like, like, like It's almost when you think about uh, a boxing movie, it's hard not to think about Rocky as a top boxing movie. Um, and it came from the 70s. If, if Sean, you look up your head like that, but a lot of boxing movies came from Rocky. Think of a movie before Rocky. Before Rocky. That's right. You can't. Just shut up. Um, oh, man. Yeah, it's my movie. I'm the boss this time. I have said nothing? Yeah, but your eyes said a whole lot of them. So when I, when I think of Rocky, I think of, I mean, this is a guy who was trying to become something, and he wasn't very smart, and he all he could do is probably he talked with his fists, and he knew what he, he had a good heart. At first, I thought it was a uh, I'm gonna go with overrated. Uh, okay, I thought of I thought of a boxing movie off before the top of your head off the top of my head before it, this I swear movie. to God, it's before not this here. movie before this movie, and it was Marlon Brando. No, no on the on the on the waterfront. That's nope. Could have been a contender. Contender. There's also the knockout in 1914, Contender. the third string in 1914, the champion in 1915, the white hope in 1915, 21, 1918, the world's champion in 1922, the leather pushers in 1922. I just say I'm trying to say that none of those movies compare to Rocky. People don't when they think of a boxing movie to start I, Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> That's this that was after. the first movie that won actually an Oscar. Okay, for thank you, Eddie. Sports right. movie. Yeah. Eddie, continue. Continue. This is overrated movie, and I, I say it's a movie that won an Oscar. That obviously it, it took people surprise. You know, it, when it came out, obviously it, it, it's a struggling boxer who tried to make it uh, in the real life. And I like how this movie actually explained the life of Rocky compared to all the other Rocky movies. Oh, you actually point. explained Rocky himself. Like he wasn't doing it for the fame. He was just trying to do it to make. Twenty dollars to buy a new turtle. Yeah, he was seriously trying to do it to impress Adrian. Oh, by the way, those turtles are actually still Adrian. Yeah, I wanted to. I felt like we should have had that drink. Uh, the drinking game between all of us. Jeremiah, what did you think? No, I want uh, Brandon. What do you think? Brandon, what do you think? So, um, it's it's really hard for me to say this one because I got so excited when Ed picked this one, and I said, I "Rocky, too. I haven't seen this one I in years." <laughs> I told my wife, "I said, Amanda, you are going to sit down and you're going to watch one of the greatest sports movies in the history of movies." <laughs> And literally the credits started. She said, so when does it actually start getting good? And I said, I don't In know. In Rocky Three, <laughs> I said, Rocky Balboa. So when the Rocky came out, it had two, like, Rocky. And it came out again, Rocky. Why did, why did it show three times? Rocky again. Keep showing Rocky. Why is it showing Rocky? <laughs> I wonder what his name is. I'm going to go with, um, I thought going into this viewing again, that this was not an overrated or an underrated. I thought this was a rated movie. I thought it was it deserved all the praise it had gotten. And I mean, spoiler alert, uh, shitload of overrated right now. Right. So I mean, it, it was a hard it was a hard one for me because what did I I, say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't we'll go back. Uh, I think rated is a good I think idea. rated. Okay. So, but no, I I went into this one so excited and I came out of it just. <laughs> Suffocated I, I couldn't again. agree with you. I, um, I hadn't seen this movie. Yeah, Sean, long, you. Yeah, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, and I remember uh, the team building trip that we took to see Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Rocky Balboa. And I have, I have that speech in my office, in like two of my offices, and I had to look at it all the time. It's like it's not how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. And I remember that speech, and I remember that movie, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna, this is the first one. It's gonna be better. And then I saw it, and I was like. 
It's not better. <laughs> it's better than Rocky so Balboa. No, it's not better than Rocky Balboa. Yeah, anyway, at least we'll, you find out more about Rocky. We'll discuss it, but I was I had high hey, expectations. Hey, let's get into it. It's wrong, but let's just get into it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, Jeremy. No, no, no. What I meant, like, yeah, let's yeah. You're wrong. Have you seen Rocky Balboa? I have. It's amazing. We Here's all Jer- fought together, it's bro. It's Jer's turn. Keep moving forward, Jeremiah. We're gonna move forward with 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 Jeremiah. <laughs> So when I was coming in to watch this, I was just like, oh, man, I can't wait when he fights uh, uh, Mr. T or, you know, and then I was like, wait, that's not the Russian. The Russian. Wait, what's the wait, Russian? Then I was like, OK, yeah, but this is the one where he actually beats uh, Apollo Creed, right? Oh, no, yeah. no, that's part two. Everything I knew about Rocky, I did not know was what I watched. I realized I'd never seen this movie. <laughs> exactly. So, I saw Rocky 2. Rocky so three, I Rocky. see him with the dog. And I'm like. Well, this is not the Rocky I want to see. <laughs> this is fucked up, well, dude. We, I, well, I don't want to get into it too deep, but the four-minute training montage was a little disappointing. Yeah, dude. He wasn't like in the mountains. He wasn't like running on the beach. I was like, this is bullshit. Oh, when Apollo Creed is timing him and he's on the beach? <laughs> that's right. That's that was too. three. <laughs> it made All right. me, I, I was like, I want to watch Creed. Take, take, us, <laughs> take us through the cocktail, Brandon. <laughs> As we mentioned earlier with each movie, as we mentioned earlier with each movie, we try to pair the tone, feel, and overall impact of the story with a cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a couple of paps. You messed up my part, bro. Shut up! This is the easiest part ever. (laughs) Oh god! This season, we really want to discuss the cocktail and more how it links up to the movie selection. Everyone who listens to us knows that when we finally watch a Bond movie, we were going to pair that, if we ever get to it, with vodka martini shake and not stir with lemon peel. But tonight's cocktail was, I mean, let me just go ahead and kind of clue you guys. Deep thought out, uh, Eddie is. Eddie spent a good, strong, I would say, minute and a half on this drink. Uh, So, Ed, why don't you tell us a little bit about this? That's actually a lie, Brandon. So Nice Google search. Are you from Philly? No, you're not. No, so, I, I, like, take it back. Take it back to But I give respect to the Philly people, okay? Just go out there one time and see if you make, can make it. Bro. I actually have been there. Yeah. I actually love Where's Philly. it at? Pennsylvania? Oh, you're right. <laughs> All right. So, this is the drink I uh, came up with was the City Ride Special, uh, also known as the Special. Uh, in Philly, it's become a Philadelphia institution over the past decades. Traditionally, the City Ride is, is a shot of Jim Bean alongside with a PBR. Uh, Paps Blue Ribbon, if you, have, you know what PBR means. Oh, happy. Uh, it's, it's usually about $3, and anyone who's from uh, the bar hop in Philly for the past two decades undoubtedly knows about this deal. Okay, well, overall, anyway, it's a, it's a PBR with a shot of Jim Bean. Listen, man. And honestly, it's called the, it's called the special. And anyone from Philly, if you are listening to this, you know, we're just thinking of, like, this is a Philly drink, bro. Uh, hey, get, grow some balls, Brandon. Drink it. All right, let's do it. Let's start with the shot. Well, we Jim clinking? Beam, we we're clink? clinking the shot. We're, gonna, the shot. we're gonna take the shot and then we're gonna chase it with the paps. Ready? Are we chugging the paps? Yes. Yeah, no, okay. no, we, we can, can chug the paps. No one chug beer. Okay. Just, just drink the shot. <coughs> oh God! <coughs> it's not just chill as I had it. Oh, okay. that's the worst decision of my night. Tastes like poverty. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. I don't know. I'll, I feel like I'm a little part Philly now. I feel pretty cool. Actually, I'm man. salivating. Yeah. Mm. Woo! That was good. Like that. I'm no. not gonna lie. So the Jim Beam is tastes like little, drag. It tastes like <laughs> it tastes like drag. Uh, and oh, yeah, I was, come on. I'm a, I'm I'm I can I can uh, I can admit it. 
wholeheartedly on the podcast. I am a whiskey snob, a whiskey snob, and I've never had a Pabst Blue Ribbon special in my entire life. The Pabst is the best part. So this is the first time I've had a Pabst Blue Ribbon, and I'm going to been broke. I'm going to I'm going to tell you the truth. You've never been broke. No, what you need to try is a Steel Reserve. It's actually pretty good, pretty delicious. Yeah, I'm surprised at how good the Pabst Blue Ribbon. No, I remember the one time I actually came to your place and you brought me in from like the streets, and you're like, "What are you drinking?" Brought me in from the streets. What? Jeremy, Jeremy brought a, a tall pack of Pabst. Let him in. tell the story because it's so a good story. So I bring, I, 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 brought I got brought into the crew, and I was staying with Sean, and I bring a twelve pack of Pabst. He looks at my Pabst like, <laughs> "We don't that? drink this here," <laughs> and throws my twelve pack away. I'm like, "But you don't understand. This is my drinks, man." He's like, "No, this is how real men drink." <laughs> <laughs> and I introduced him to hangovers. No. <laughs> oh, that was me. That was me. Um, no, okay, no so, I'm a snob. I know I'm a snob. Yeah. But at the same time, I really enjoy my alcohol. Mm-hmm. But I will say, and I, I'm being truthful, mm-hmm. Paps Blue Ribbon is not... My grandpa used to drink it, and I know now why he drank it, because it's cheap. But it's better than a lot of different beers. Yeah, it's I, a good I, beer. I'm not, better than Natty Light. <sighs> I've never what about had Keystone? That. Keystone. 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 Keystone's just water. You, where do you find this stuff? This is river okay, beer. We, uh, this is so river beer. Yeah. It's also a beer that you get when you're in cold weather like, and you have $4. So what is this malt liquor that I don't know, people drink? Like Mickey's? A Mickey's. It's called Mickey's. $7.99, you get a 12 pack and you're happy. Yeah, PBR with a shot of gym. Can you it's get drunk? It's called the special. Well, yeah, after oh, yeah. like two 12 packs. Wouldn't you just be two bloated as hell? I'm just trying to give a call. You just pee a lot. People listen to this. I'm not disparaging people who drink this. I'm just saying. I want to shout out um, right now to Janine and Frank, uh, who are listening to us from Philly. So thank you, you, Adrian. All right, so let's let's set up the movie and let's talk about let's talk about yeah let's talk about some cool stuff about the movie because there are some really cool scenes and Burgess Meredith is a treasure. Everything else is trash. Anyway, okay, 1975 heavyweight boxy champ. Uh, Apollo Creed is basically hosting an event in Philly that nobody else wants to fight him. And the well, the guy who they picked yeah. got sick, mm-hmm. and so basically he picks Rocky, and Rocky is here. Seriously, put him out of a, a page, right? Of a book, like this guy, Italian, he's got a, the Italian, Italian stallion. But I love, I love how he says it. Like that's one of the best parts: the Italian stallion. It was like it's not also... just Italian. It's oh damn, it's cool. Wasn't like, it cool just seeing Carl Weathers just being. Fucking awesome. Pre Mandalorian. Well, pre- kick I mean, ass Carl Weathers. Dude, he's Carl, so awesome. To me, Carl Weathers is one of those one of those actors that is underrated. I, I mean, we talk this the theme of one of the themes of the season is underrated, overrated, rated. development. And I think that Carl Weathers is actually he's got comedy, he's got action, he's got a lot of the of of the chops that you would expect from an actor. And I don't think he gets a lot of work. Like I remember him on Arrested Development. You remember him? Yeah, on, oh, he's amazing. And, yeah, you know, so like, funny. You take this home, you got a stew going. <laughs> like he the way he had the comedy was hysterical. In Mandalorian, he's directed an episode. Like he's got a great eye. He I just like him. I think he's a very likable. Mm-hmm. Was he in Happy Gilmore? He was in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, he was. Uh, he, was, Chubb. was uh, yeah, he was in Predator. I mean, he was just. He's, he's, he's been in a lot he, of movies. He's been in a lot yeah. of movies, but I love when I'm watching this but he movie. Kind of Rocky, flies under the radar, except for when he's when he's Apollo. I think it's just when, when you he's see just, this movie, you're just like, man, I want to see more Apollo. He was Creed. fit, bro. Right, <laughs> like Apollo was fit. Well, and think about this. So this was 1975, six, six. six. So six. this is right at the cusp of when Boxing. the big bulky. 
you know, the 80s was Dolph Lundgren and Sylvester Stallone and uh, all these muscle-bound people. I think this was the beginning of it. This is when, you know, bodies became the bodybuilder physique became mm. popular in cinema. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And exactly. then you got, you know, the 75-year-old Sylvester Stallone who just Oh, he looks ripped, great. my god. Yeah. yeah, the only thing that looks that, a little bit like Eddie back on his honeymoon. He, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You yeah. can look me up. This guy actually looked I mean like seeing a young Sylvester, like he was Oh, he he, he was good, yeah. man. He was he was pretty yeah. fit and he wasn't like the yeah. big dude that everyone he how he is right now. He was yeah. actually regular fit. Did yeah. you see what he was training in? He was like wearing like chucks. Copper oh, yeah. chucks. Yeah. You know how fucking hardcore that is to run on the pavement wearing oh, chucks? I'll do you one better. It's winter in Philly. <laughs> um, he's wearing chucks. I wear like I have a pair of vans that I took to Oregon where it's like 40 degrees. I freeze. I had to buy shoes that had like insulation because my feet were so cold. <laughs> no, it was cool seeing. It was cool seeing him like in this. The, 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 I mean, there wasn't many scenes of him working out. This I'm going way above. Yeah. I'm going way. F- forward but it was him and his little sweat gear and him going through the, the town it was kind of cool to see i think it paid a lot of idea of um this the what america was going through at the time like possibly. a love letter to philly too yes. what philly was going through yes. man i got getting confused with other films because i remember like on part two i believe i guess it's part two where he's running and everyone's like following him yeah and i was i was waiting for that moment i'm like Oh shit! It doesn't happen in this so, fucking movie. I want to. I, I want to ask the biggest question that I have, the biggest problem that I have with this movie is what is Rocky Balboa fighting for? So one of the things that makes sports movies great is that there's a reason that the team or that the individual is fighting or trying to win. Uh, you have, you know, even something as simple, miracle. Miracle, yeah. great movie. Yeah. At the end of the day, you need something jobs. to fight for. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the whole movie, what he was actually fighting for. I think and he's so, trying to prove the city, his town, his neighborhood. Even his coach. That I think he it was w- Mickey. Yeah, yeah that he was. wasn't a bum, that he wasn't nothing. You know what I'm he saying? Pit, he always pit fights, and I mean, he would win, but he purposely... It was a paid fight. Yeah. Like he got money from it for making sure it lasted five rounds. So here's the thing: making sure it lasted seven rounds. He yeah. would throw fights, probably, obviously, mm-hmm. with the, the idea. It looked like it was like he was being bought, and Mickey didn't like that. And, yeah. and his he had the reputation that I think feel like went kind of through the mud because he was also this debt collector that you know he was a fighter, but also like this debt collector that he wasn't taken but, seriously. So would you say but, this is a redemption of his character? N- well, I know here. Okay, so here's my thing. I didn't realize until last week when I watched this that uh, that there was so much animosity between Rocky and and Mickey. Like that was something that I totally didn't even catch. Mm-hmm. You know, the last time. Yep. And so I think that that more than anything, when he loses his locker and he holds that against him, and Mick comes and and has that conversation with him which is an awkward and just a shitty conversation for Mick to have with him in his apartment. And he basically blows up in one of the only good, great scenes, I think, in the entire movie. And then, of course, Rocky is Rocky because he's got the heart of gold. And then he goes and chases after him and apologizes and says, I want you to coach me. But to me, it was this idea of everybody. (laughs) Wow. 
Wow, it went there. Wow, dude. It went there. You chased him, though. I yes. did. I did. We he, actually he, had this he conversation. <laughs> so anyway, listen, no, no, but but I think I think Ed, I'm 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 actually going right along with you. I think it's it's not character, it's so much as prove himself as capable who to others. Pro- who is he proving himself Mickey capable? To okay. Mickey, to Mi- the town, so, so, to, to his to his really? loan shark buddy who or his boss who basically is just kind of giving him handouts and just is like, I'm stringing you along because you're not good at your job, but I like you. Right. I think it's literally it's it's to prove that he is better than what other people actually look at him as. So it's almost like he wants to shun the expectation or shun the the image that people have of him and, and prove that he's better. Yeah. And so, I mean, talks, and I talked about that also when yeah. down in the movie is like no one ever went 12, 15 rounds See, of Apollo. And this and is my this is my like, argument. I do the very first just going 12, 15 rounds with him. You know, it will show that like, hey. It will prove like I am like worthy. Yeah, I, I have a hard time looking at that. So we, I know you, I mentioned earlier, just in joking off off Mike, you know, oh well, Rocky lost, and you guys were like, oh no, he won because he went the distance. <laughs> no, no, and I don't think he necessarily looked at that. Now, granted, all he cares about is Adrian, which God, we need to talk about that one. He won but the fight. He won. He won the fight, but he lost the fight. That makes sense. No, he did not no. win the fight. He didn't, in he a didn't, split decision, he, he lost, lost the fight. He lost the fight, and he lost the Just fight. Just like Mayweather beat... He lost beat. the fight because it was an exhibition match, and people under-appreciated under like Eddie, all, the care, all that matters is the scoreboard, and he lost. He lost and lost. And yeah. everybody's like, oh, well, he won the distance, so that means that he was able to stand up against the champion. there but was that, a Rocky two. Because, because the, movie, because the movie did so much money that they needed to squeak out a <laughs> sequel. Because it won an Academy Award. It talks about... How Apollo Creed knew he lost that first match with Rocky, but he won it unofficially. So like he would, won it officially, but on, everyone who watched the fight the knew. I would say what you're saying. The audience, audience you're saying knew he is, lost that fight, but he actually won it because it wasn't a real pu- match. It was public exhibition. opinion was that Rocky won the flat yeah. fight, but the scoreboard showed differently. And this was to re- the second was to redeem but Apollo if we Creed's at, character. If we look at the I first couple rounds, completely. Rocky gets literally handed. He gets one good shot in. He knocks Ooh. him down in the first round. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah he that's what I know. He gets one good shot in. But ultimately, if you really look at the whole, like, what we're shown at least, Four Rocky's rounds. getting it handed to him. <laughs> right? He really is. He gets handed his it whole career. Matter. His whole thing is that he stands on his own yeah, two Yeah, but feet. it doesn't matter, like, he wins or loses or not. He, he, the thing he wanted is that he, in the end, he wanted his girl. But that's I did, it, dude. Yeah, okay, I agree with that. But I don't think, I mean, if we're looking at what he did in the ring, I mean, you don't I don't know. I feel like he didn't actually achieve it. To the the 14th round. Dude. You don't see the 14th round where Apollo actually knocks him down hardcore and then oh, he gets like, up. He actually, yeah. and he gets up and then Apollo's just like, bro, like, are you, the, like, are you serious? Like, yeah, no, no. Going? no I stay get stay it. down. Stay, stay, bro, down. Just stay down, bro. I'm tired. <laughs> so let's, let's start. I'm tired out Apollo. Bef- before we get really into that, let's, let's talk about Mickey because I think Bridges Meredith as a character and as an actor – Really is the only good part of this movie. No. So, have you seen him in other things? Yes, he was yeah. actually the penguin in Batman. That's right, he was. He yeah. was also <laughs> the grandpa in Grumpy Old Men, which I don't know mm. if anyone has seen that. That's a I've treasure. seen that and Grumpy Old it's, Man. They're both treasures. Anyway, Burgess Meredith is is the Alec Guinness of the Rocky franchise. He's the, the Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. And I, I feel like, I, I, I know I say it jokingly, but it's the truth. I do feel like he is the heart of the movie where I think the intention of the script was to have Rocky's heart of gold be the heart of the movie. When I think that without Mickey, there is no Rocky. No, and that's why I think that she, that he is fighting in a lot of ways to, to win the respect of Mickey. 
That makes I sense. really think that that's if we're gonna look for a motivator, I think it's that. From my understanding, the original of the script was supposed to be like Rocky was gonna go for the championship round to fight the number one championship, but he was gonna actually lose on purpose to like you know kind of say fuck you to like the underground like bookkeeping and everything like that. From my understanding, that was supposed to be like the original story, and that would have been pretty cool to actually the see. The betting it. markets. Yeah. Fun fact: He wrote the original script in three days. Fun she, fact she is that on. he actually was gonna be bought out for three hundred thousand dollars. But he's like, no, I don't want. It. I need to star in it. <laughs> well, nobody. Fun fact: uh, it became a fucking trilogy, and a, a, it's a what? franchise. A franchise. Bro. A franchise. Yeah. It's like well, eight movies, movies. and it's called a trilogy, a trilogy. or a quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it became a franchise. Trilogy. late. Shit. For for <laughs> Sylvester to create something off of something like this for so small, obviously he had his right intentions, and it, it landed. Obviously, it, is it you know how? You know, it, it's a great story, yeah. no, but it talks about, you know, I mean, he's just a Philly guy who, and this talks about the day-to-day, head-down, hard-working man. You know, back at that time, it's almost like Detroit. Like, you do what you do to make it, to get through, well, right? It's all about the 313 over there, but for this one, you know, it's just, this story was actually supposedly taken from a real-life, like, fight with, what's his name? I'm looking at my notes here. Chuck Wipner lasted 15 rounds. Uh, against Muhammad Ali, and supposedly he stole that story from that fight, and he almost like lost it in a, in a lawsuit or something like that. So I understand that he is fighting for. I mean, my problem at, again with the story is that he's not really fighting for anything. He's been training his whole life to be a boxer. No, this is yes. He is not. No, is he part of a gym? Is he part of a boxing gym? Uh, he is not already training hard enough to train for his whole he's fight. been waiting for this moment for all his life this one moment yeah. right he's and but he's been training for it he's been preparing for it and then he gets the opportunity and he takes advantage of it and i think that's wonderful but i think that maybe in other rocky movies or other sports stories where the town is behind you and you feel connected to your your roots I think that was missing in this movie. Oh, thousand a little percent. Bit. I think like, that shows Philly, though. I understand that, but I don't think that they, there they was, only love you. As no, they, they have you, one one newscast. Like I, that's all we get. Okay, let me. I mean, I'm just going to throw. I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw two comparisons. Okay, Cinderella Man, mm-hmm. love where it. all of the United States was behind him fighting. Max Bear. 2003 Okay, No, it doesn't matter what year it, it was. It does matter. No, it doesn't. And then for the love of the game, where you had even Yankee fans rooting for Kevin Costner to throw his perfect game, you had like this surge of support and emotion, and I don't feel like that was present in this movie. I, think- I feel like they looked at him as, even the town looked at Rocky a certain way. Okay, They looked at him as a loser until he had to gain the, the, the city's respect. So this was a fight, wasn't between himself also, but it was a fight also to gain respect from the city. This is, you know, they, people, even the, the kid, what was it, the kid that almost like made fun of him, called him a loser. Girl? No one treated him with respect. He wanted, even a little kid didn't treat him with respect. And he was just trying to help. He was a but nice guy. But do we see the transition in these characters? We don't. We see him in the ring. We see him get beat up. We see him beat up Apollo. We see Adrian and him hug. End of the movie. We don't see the transition. I, I hate that part. Because I, I, I think I see, I think I, see I see where you're I'm at. Just arguing but we there's, need to see the completion open, of it. There's open threads. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we, we need to see the completion threads. of it. And I do think that that's something that Stallone understood and realized when he wrote the script for two and three. Right. Is that all, all we the need Rocky to. Oh. At, or all the Rocky movies after the first one have that connection mm-hmm. with, with something. Yeah. But this one just. 
I mean, even the training montage, which I thought was fantastic. Oh, you no. didn't have no. It was for for two minutes. The four minutes that it was, it, it was, was wonderful. Oh man, that so, movie made me want to run, dude. My point, Super my point fast. is, is that you want to eat an egg too? I, I think I that that'd be the drink. I think the montage was fine, but I I, I remember. Okay, so I, don't you remember I, being twenty minutes? I, I know. I remember it being an hour. Uh, there, I, and I keep bringing it back to this movie, which is just a terrible movie. Um, Armageddon. Okay. <laughs> This president is giving a speech. Don't talk like that about that and movie. You, I know. I love that movie. And you have, like, the kids playing in the street with the independents and the rockets. And you have this feeling of support and the swell of emotion. And you just, in a sports movie, I'm sorry, I need someone. Either you're an underdog and everyone's against you or everyone's for you. And in this movie, nobody gave a shit until he won. <laughs> It's interesting that literally, I mean, so just to kind of go along with that. So Apollo Creed picks his name out of the hat and says, I like the Italian stallion. And then all of a sudden you got the the manager who goes over to Rocky and says, hey, we're going to offer this to you. And he's like, I don't want it. And he's like, no, I'm going to offer this to you. He's like, I don't want it. And he's going to say, oh, I think we're going to offer this to you. He's like, okay, I'll take it. Like, there's no tension. There's no drive. And then Mickey comes up. He's like, you're a bum. And Rocky's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, yes, you are. Come on, Rock. He's like, get out of here. And then he goes and chases him. Like, literally, the tension is always broken by Rocky kind of just giving in. And I just didn't like that with the character when I saw it again and analyzed it from this perspective. And and, and we are analyzing it. So there's nothing. Rocky is a very enjoyable movie. And please don't don't think that I'm trying to run it down just to run it down. I enjoyed the movie. I, I mean... It was fun. For, it was. It, it was, was super dated, though. But it we'll felt. It. it felt thin. Yeah, that, that's felt, what I'm getting with. It yeah. felt thin and and forced, and it just. There are other movies. I like. I love a sports movie. I love mm-hmm. to cry at the end of a sports movie. <sighs> Friday Night Lights. Oh fuck! Get over that one. That was terrible. No, Great I know movie. what you're talking about. Like Rudy. Yeah. I got behind Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. Rudy what? was so yeah, fucking good. Wow. I know. But in Friday Night Lights, the camera moves so much I got sick, I threw up. Okay, I don't we're know. not going to worry about it. It's <laughs> Peter Berg. You and your camera <laughs> actions. Paul Greengrass, I think. <laughs> Peter Berg. <laughs> no, I do admit that this movie just, in the first part, it just fucking dragged, yo. You wanted to get to where it was going to you know, happen, get everything set in place and whatnot. But seriously, like, you know, I really enjoyed the story between Rocky and Adrian. I don't yeah. know why, you know. I, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it I went fast. Lot, don't you it, feel like it, it went it, too it, fast? Well, I think everything went fast because seriously, yeah. that was the best thing that she was waiting for. Prince Charming, you know, that was creepy. You know, yeah, no, no, he no, was I mean, fucking creepy, dude. No, but know? I mean, like the movie. So you said it dragged, but then by the halfway point, I felt like we had no character development, no story development, and it was then just they like, crammed boom. a bunch of action into the last forty-seven yeah, and then minutes. It's like, uh, <laughs> so I, I think we do need to no, ask. I'm not saying it's bad. No, but I think we do need to ask though, Adrian. Like, I think she's a character we need to talk about. Did you like her as a character, Jeremiah? Um, did she die in Balboa? No, did she do? She died. She in, died in three. She died in four. 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 She. What I liked about no, the character. Apollo yeah, died in three. What I liked about the character. No, she didn't Apollo die in three. Died in four. <laughs> Apollo died in three. Russian. The oh, the Russian four. died in uh, killed Apollo. Four. four. That's yeah, right. That's four. because and, Apollo trains him in she three. She died between four and five. five. Yeah, she died. She's in a coma in five. What? Rocky Balboa. I thought no, he was no, trained. No, she's dead. Oh, she's no dead. She's she was dead, dead in Rocky, she's dead in Rocky Balboa. Balboa. Well, in five, five, she dies. That's when he tells his son, you got to keep moving there's forward. No, there's no five. five it's like this Rocky podcast. Balboa. We got to keep Isn't moving there? forward. There is five. <laughs> What's five? Five is when he becomes Mickey, basically, and trains the kid. No. Yeah, he does. He trains this punk-ass Mickey. kid, oh, you're right. and yeah. they fight in the street. And then he doesn't get like gang fight or something. 
Yeah, it was Tommy. Yeah, it's like a game. Who became a professional it's fighter? Absolutely. So yeah, I want to go. I want to go back Tommy. though to um, to to Adrian because I remember loving Adrian as a character and watching it this time and just thinking it was so poor. I think she written. was just the highlight of the film for me. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it's just it, the rest of the part of the movie was just hard for me to watch. It was like, ah, you know, get it. What's going on? There's only so much I can listen to Sylvester Stallone like you know speak and whatnot. I literally had to watch it with fucking like you know <laughs> subtitles because I didn't know half of the fucking things he was saying, yo. So let's talk about okay, why? And this is a question I have for I want to hear everybody's opinion on this one. Why would Rocky fall in love with Adrian? <laughs> have her. you seen Rocky? <laughs> no, no, no. But like literally, he walks into the pet store and she turns away and she's like, I don't, don't look at me, don't look at me. And he likes it's his like, turtles, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, look at my turtles." Um, that's the best. That's the best stuff I've ever done. <laughs> hey, by the way, we're gonna do a drinking game right now. So every time you hear us say Adrian or whatnot, you take a drink, yo. Adrian, like, look at my turtles. It looks like he. It, I think he had a. I mean, trying to pull straws here. Uh, I feel like he. <laughs> what? I'm, tra- I'm pulling straws out of the air right now. Um, I felt like he. Is that a turtle? I've never heard that. Yeah, pulling straws, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Brandon, yeah. they drink PAPS. It's okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I enjoy the shit out of shit my PAPS. I enjoy the shit out of my PAPS. Listen, pinky up. These fucking peasants drink Pinky up. Yeah, take take back the fucking PBR, bitch. I liked my PAPS. It's gone. So I'm trying to say... The shot and the drink. Adrian was his his escape. And it was his easy escape. But why her? She's hideous. No, no. Okay, so I think wow. Talia Shire. Wow. I think Talia Shire is beautiful, man. Okay, I think that. So we're, we're. I think. Are we watching the same movie? Yeah, dude. Oh shit! Well, it's her haircut. She's looking a little adorable with her red. Uh, hair someone that he obviously found attraction but to literally, before he became famous. I'm, he, okay, so I'm not lying. He has a value of different. Uh, I respect did that, she? Dude. But, but oh god, this sounds. You could have anyone else you wanted. This but he sounds didn't, he didn't so horrible. I don't think you could have anyone else. Like, but when you watch, when you watch this movie and you first see Adrian, especially when he goes over and she's like, "I'm not ready," um, and then Polly is. We'll get to Polly, but he's a fucking asshole. Fucking Polly is a. Dead. But anyway, literally, like she seems, she seems like she's, she's got always some been issues. Put down. Oh no, she she's, she's always she doesn't know how to react with other almost, people or even have verbally abusive. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. So she runs away. Mickey here's her brother who's been. She's like this kind of like this. Polly, don't get me started on Polly. Yeah, she's this kind of like, you know, treat it as an ugly duckling. And like Rocky saw this beautiful beautiful swan. Why would Rocky? But have you seen Rocky? Then all of a sudden they're hanging out and they're just like, oh, this is fun. I can't put a sentence together. Adrian! She she isn't okay, even there. Right there. She isn't <laughs> even there. She doesn't see the the fight. I mean, she's there in the in the back, and she doesn't even see the fight. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, dude. and then she's like, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. It's just it that just goes so fast, dude. It goes so fast. It was so, such I'm a good lie. It was for highest? fifteen rounds. It went to four rounds. Like, oh shit, we're from four to fifteen. Okay, let's go. So here here's what's funny. Okay, just from a, a, a practical perspective, this was the highest grossing movie in 1976. Star Wars came out in 1977. So you have Rocky versus Star Wars. I'm just saying that's 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 because uh, this was prepping for everybody yeah. to be like, hey, this is we're going to show you a really good movie after this one. No, but okay, so we need to say it that we talked about this is on the AFI list. Um this is an Oscar. This is the best picture winner for 1976. But what movies was it against? It was against Taxi Driver. Wrong. I mean, to go with Rocky. Keep going. Was it All the President's Men? Wrong. To go with Rocky. 
you know, yeah. Yeah, like these, the, how Rocky won. Well, the, the story of, well, the of this movie. also won it. Don't they beat John Williams. Yeah, it's probably like the. It's not John Williams. It's Bill Conti. You know how? No, no. It beat, it beat John Williams. Oh, okay. John Williams also said, "I'm not going to be able to beat this." Oh, Bill Conti's score. Well, I, Bill, I literally have that. Is the music is one helped. of the great motivators? It helped, it helped the movie. Didn't Bill Conti also do um, uh, Godfather? No, no. The story of Rocky as a movie is a better story than literally the story of Rocky. Like, does that make sense? Like yeah. the fact that it came back and it beat movies like a Scorsese. It beat movies. Um, you know that that it shouldn't have beaten. It. Well, it I think was, I think it generated it generated buzz around. And once again, Eddie Eddie to Eddie's point, this is the first really good big boxing movie uh, that that has been out there. I feel like uh, I could list off about fifteen other ones though. Since yes, but since. not before. Oh no, before, you, it's the first sports movie that we actually win Best Picture. No, but I uh, know it's it's. I mean, the story behind it I think is awesome. The story of it, like, ugh. it just explain it, explain it that. I, I'm, I'm curious about that. Oh, just because I think that it, looking at this movie and knowing the other ones that came out and looking at the quality of this one and all the, also the quality of the other ones, this one shouldn't have won. Like, this is the true underdog story. But I agree with you 100% because there's a lot of movies out there that, mm-hmm. you know, that get that hype, you know? Right. Oh, it was, it was just that time. It was a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. It hit, like, you know, the, the culture and everything like that right. in the audience. And it's like, you know, that one time where, like, Shakespeare Love won Best Picture right. and beat fucking Stephen Pryor Ryan. You're like, how does that fucking happen? Because the, in a lot of I'll ways. tell you why. Because the economy is, is flawed and stupid. How does Annie Hall beat Star Wars for Best Picture in 1977? I agree with you. It, at the end of the day, the, the Academy Awards is... You can't use Best Picture as the uh, as the metric no, for whether can't. a movie is good. I'm you not can't. suggesting but this movie say, is bad. I'm but saying you have to say that, that you have to. We have to take that into account that at at some point, enough people in the Academy got together and they voted whether it's a, a popular or a popularity contest, which it is right. or not. I'm not saying that it's not, but but okay. I'm saying that it is recognized. I totally understand that by a lot of people but as being on quality. IMDb. On IMDb, it's got an 8.1. That's better than American Graffiti. We just you know last week we, or two weeks ago we, we spent an hour gushing over American Graffiti. Right. This is 57. But, but look at and 57. Yeah, no, uh, 57 uh, is know, still high. Higher than 63rd, which I think was American Graffiti or 67th. But what? Look at the audience score, Rotten Tomatoes, sixty nine percent. So this is a highly acclaimed movie, but people think it's okay. It's a mm-hmm. C, actually, yeah. it's a D. Yeah. But the point uh, that I'm trying to make is, just because the Academy recognizes it as right. good, doesn't make it good. However, I think this. You're absolutely correct. The underdog nature of the movie, mm-hmm. beating Taxi Driver and All the President's Men, that I think has has created like a. An aura, an aura around, around the movie. Mm-hmm. It's created, yeah, a spectral, wonderful... It's, uh, it's lightning in the bottle, pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think what's interesting is, I wrote this in my notes, and I didn't know at the time, because um, I didn't do any research, I should have, but it was the same year as Taxi Driver. Um, the, the, to me, this is a story of losers. Like, every single one of these people, every single they're one They're down of these, and out. They're down and out. And I, I say losers in, in, the, in the more positive and, and, like, sympathetic way. Right? None of them have anything going for them in life. They have no kind of um, hope or, or, you know, hoping for success or anything. And yet they're able to come together and they're able to, um, you know, find some kind of unity and banding together. I mean, Mickey, who I think is by far the only really good character, he's a loser. He's, he's just a two-bit coach at this gym. And yet it's about him coming together with Rocky which I guess kind of comes together with Polly and Adrian. Let's talk about to come together. I think yeah. Polly is a is the albatross of the movie. To me, he, I I had a hard time watching him because it was just hard. It was hard to watch. Like I think he was acted. Uh, who was it? Burt um, Young. Uh, Burt Young. Yeah, Burt Young did a really good job of 
acting the part. But man, it's hard to watch him because he he just you don't feel comfortable with him. No, you don't. And I just and I think how he really treats good. Adrian like during the movie. You're just like God. You're fucking belittling her. Oh, that's yeah. right. You know, and just like verbally abusing her. And oh, yeah. it's 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 horrible to watch. Oh, the, the scene with the turkey was just it's hard. Yeah. Super hard. Right. And I feel like that's why you see Polly how she uh not Polly you see Adrian how she is. She's very closed off. Broken. Where. Doesn't even let her hair out. Almost, yeah. you know, she almost looks ugly. She's the ugly, ugly duckling. So, you know, they they set that up really nice. Ugly scenes, but overall, they set that up nice for Polly to be the bully. And uh, you know, Polly, he had dreams. It looked like, and he overall did not le- live any of them. And he he's super jealous of Adrian because Adrian caught Rocky, his buddy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, now Rocky is Rocky's. He knows he sees Rocky about to become famous, and he's like, hey, "Just call my like, call me out, bro." And he's so jealous, so he's he takes it out on Adrian. I think I think he says uh, there's nothing more uncomfortable than watching women treated poorly on screen. I think it's it makes, I think it makes a lot of people very uncomfortable. I mean, it makes me very uncomfortable. So I, on, on that note, I want to just ask you guys, what did you guys think? Because I totally well, apparently forgotten about how he was treated, but. How did you? What did you guys think of when Adrian's over at, at his apartment and he basically says, "Come in, come in, come in, come in, come in," and she finally goes in and he literally keeps blocking her from leaving the apartment. Like Rocky's he, our lovable guy, I get it, but man, that was her, uncomfortable. He too. kisses her at the door. It was really uncomfortable watching. Well, and, and she feels to me like a baby, like out, a battered, like a battered yeah. woman, like someone who yeah. is not. And and this is nothing about the character or anything, but. It felt it felt like she was helpless, right? And they should I have done that scene it was very uncomfortable better. to watch for me to watch to watch the abusive brother continuing to belittle, continuing to run her down, because you you know you wonder why she was shy and wouldn't make eye contact at the pet store. Oh yeah, it's she's been explained. treated like shit by men her whole life, and all of a sudden, Rocky shows her a modicum of class, and she. Opens up like a flower. I mean, that's, yeah. that's basically what happened. But then she yells at Polly one time, and that's her release. Like it just wasn't enough. It wasn't for me. the first time that she was able but to actually say something. It was the first time, but it wasn't enough. For it me. was. It, I don't think cinematically yeah. it was enough. Cinematographically, that it's not. That doesn't mean that that the intent was there. The intent was that she the pot boiled over, and yeah. she finally sh- 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 Stood, stood up. up. She finally stood up for herself. Right, and I wanted, I wanted to get up there and I wanted to cheer her on, but I also know that I want to punch Polly in the face. But the the character that we've seen her to be, nothing about that one outburst tells me she's going to be changing. I was sad for Adrian the whole time because she was shit upon the entire movie by basically every Everybody. man in her life except Rocky, and even Rocky in that scene. In that scene, still was uncomfortable. So let me ask you guys this. What the hell ever happened to the loan shark? And did, did you? Th- his character bothered me, like, as in he, the he, pointlessness of it. He went to the. He gave him some money. He got, he went to the thing, but at the same time, it's like, I felt like we were being set up to see Rocky as being this this just angel of a guy. His job was to go, you know, basically beat up people and who didn't pay the loan shark back, and yet he, the loan shark gets upset. At Rocky for not coming through, but then he's like, "Ah, it's okay. Here, here's a hundred bucks. Go take your girl out." Like, it was so unrealistic and so uh, caricaturish. I guess I don't. Did you guys feel that way, or is it just me? I didn't feel that way. I felt like seriously, like you know, that's Rocky's life, man. You know, I mean, he was just he had no moral. He had no like no direction or anything like that. He had no purpose. There was yeah. no purpose with yeah. Rocky. Exactly, I, I agree it. with you. Yeah. 
and it's hard to say what's realistic and what's unrealistic because I've never lived in those shoes. Like right. I don't, I've never been owed money to a loan shark. Yeah. So, like I've never, so I don't know. You know, maybe he, maybe the loan shark never wanted to pick a fight with Rocky because he knew he probably get his ass beat by Rocky if it came down yeah. to it, right? Well, it like, but also like, like you know, I don't think Rocky was. You saw when, when Rocky didn't break the guy's hand. You saw compassion. You saw a d- different side of Rocky. He's like, okay, Rocky's that's not. I know it's a, it's a story that definitely had a bunch of loose parts in it. But you saw parts of Rocky that's like, okay, he's doing what he's doing just to get by. I know, but he doesn't enjoy it. It's yeah. just not the Rocky that I remember. No, it's not, and that I think that's the thing that really bothered me. It's a different Rocky when I watched it when I was twelve mm-hmm. compared to watching mm-hmm. now. It definitely is a different Rocky. No, yeah. like he didn't was running on the beach and wearing tight shirts, <laughs> tight shorts. Again, Rocky, that's Rocky I Four, just, bro. I, I think that it's very difficult. The same with Harry Potter. Rocky same with all these other franchises. Rocky. Is not to look at these movies as a, a holistic unit as opposed mm-hmm. to individual films. Like, I mean, we talked about this with Harry Potter 1. Harry Potter 1 is one of the weakest Harry Potter movies. But if you look at it on a whole, Harry Potter is a marvelous franchise. I think that Harry Potter, or excuse me, uh, Rocky is a franchise. If you look at the elements of all the movies, I think it's more positive than negative. Let's put it that way. So did did it bother any of you guys that all of his training from his inability to basically make the jog full and then to him sprinting up the steps... All of it happened in five weeks. Again, I don't want to keep going to unrealism and everything, but it just bothered me that it happened so quick that he was able to train and go from decent in-shape boxer to world champion level boxer in five weeks. Mm. Would you Would you have, put it this way? Would you have liked there to be more time? I would have loved there have been three months. Again, like this is when I keep saying this, and I hate saying this, uh, listeners. Like I just thought I was watching something different. I was waiting for something else to happen. Like I literally thought it was going to be a longer like mo- a mo- montage. Montage. Was super I short. thought there That's was going to be. But if you think about, it, if you look at the, I mean, like obviously you watch this movie already thinking that you watch this movie already thinking that there's going to be a part two to it. Right, a part two or part three. It's it like, you saw this like, movie. It's like, like this can't just be the only movie. Like it, you already know what rewatching the movie now as an adult. It's just like is this not enough to this movie? Like it, you, you know, there's gonna be another part to it. It even says uh, it's like might as well put two beats continue on the very end of the fucking movie. Uh, but watching the movie at the very the whole workout scene, you saw somebody who had only five weeks and he did what he needed to do. And if you imagine if he had more than five weeks, he was able to beat Apollo. That's what good made you point. realize. Good point. That's a really good point. Uh, it, made you think, really like, good point. it took him five weeks to go 15 rounds with him. Like, can you imagine if he would have had seven weeks? He possibly could have beat him. And to your point, yeah. if you look at something, and I know I keep bringing it back, it's a time period specific. Star Wars was a self-contained movie. Star Wars is great because of what came after. Mm-hmm. Rocky, if you look at Star Wars as a, a specific movie, like just, just New Hope, it's good. It's oh, good, yeah. but it's not the best in the franchise. Right. But Star Wars, you look at holistically, you love the franchise. I think that Rocky kind of learned from the mistakes of this movie and built built upon those to make better movies. Yeah. Until they got to Rocky Five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Rocky Two, Three. But and I liked four. Rocky Balboa, so I don't know. What Rocky Two, Three, and Four. Uh, Rocky four five. was terrible. And then the Rocky Russian. Balboa just was awkward. I felt like oh, I was Rocky watching Balboa my dad awesome. fight. I know, but he kicked and ass. And then Creed One and Two. If you haven't watched Creed One and Two, I feel like those movies. I have not. You have to watch those movies. Those to. movies are better, than, personally, than all the Rockies. But that yeah. scene when he's actually run up to the Philadelphia Museum. I mean, come on, yo. I mean, oh yeah. Say what you gotta say. That scene is fucking legit, oh, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's just like 
was it yeah. cinematographically like you Cinematic, know histor- yeah. historical like that's gonna oh. be put for the rest of time. Oh shit! Well, you know? I There's was a reason I was, why he's even there. Like yeah. the statue's actually there at yeah. that scene. So I was in Philadelphia. It's weird to think that like they have a, a fictional character. I, I know. Yeah. I, was just thinking about Bill, I was thinking about that Bill Burr thing. What he said about like <laughs> fictional characters, the, the Philadelphia when he was like going crazy. It's like you have a fictional character statue on your fucking city. <laughs> So I was there. That's, and that's the, it reminds me, and I hate to keep bringing the rest of development into it. Remember the hand statue of just the father, not a father, but just the hand holding the hand of the kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same idea. Like, really, this is like. There's Philadelphia is the birthplace of our country. It's got the Liberty Bell, and you've got to fix a statue but of Rocky culturally, Balboa. it's so weird. So, <laughs> I was in someone who has did not even actually live in your city. No, but I think that that's the he okay, never so, even fought in real life. I do. Obviously, a hero. But, but I think that's I, I that's the importance of. Oh, we of love film. you, Philly. No, but that's the importance of film. That's the importance of art. Because like I was there in Philadelphia three years ago, right? And we, of course, I had to go to the steps, and you see literally families of, of people, families of was people. There a lot of steps, though. Yes, seventy two steps, yeah. dude. Families of people running up there, right? They'd stand at the bottom and they run up there. Did I do it? Yeah, I sure did. Um, yeah, you run. Yeah. Up oh, yeah. yeah, you literally oh, everybody. Everybody is there, and they've got the the pose. In the, same the, scene. Everyone's right? doing the same thing. And so, but no it's one. Like but, tower but this is important. <laughs> like I want. I mean, I do want to kind of highlight the importance of film and on on history and on society. That literally, you're right. This is a place that we have so much history at. But this is also part of that history. And even though it's a movie that I think doesn't stand up, and I don't think it has aged well. And in fact, I don't even know if it was a really good movie to start with. It's a movie that means something to so many people. And if it's that underdog story, or if it's the beginning of a franchise, whatever it is, it does do something to people yeah. and it does get them to rally behind something. And so in that case, maybe everything I've said negative about Rocky doesn't really matter. You well, know? and I think that once again, the the mythical orbit around this movie actually was embraced by the actual city of Philadelphia. It, it became their movie. It became the, uh, a representation of their city. Mm-hmm. Just just like, uh, and I, I think that from California, we, we don't quite get the pride thing in our city or where we're from because, well, because so many things have and California sucks but yeah like when you're from Philly or from Detroit or from pride New York like people have have pride that they live in Manhattan or live in the Bronx or live in you know there, there's something that goes along with it it's like, kind of something that we live in dirt had. country there's not <laughs> there's not a lot of pride here yeah. you know what I mean I, I just I mean, it I, just shows you grit you know like the the blue-collar worker you see a lot from that from like Pittsburgh and from you know Philly and uh, New York and those areas of like you know my, almost like it goes back to like I'm gonna work at the mines you know and, right uh, mm-hmm. yeah, compared to out here in Cali I'm gonna go work at the I'm, yeah well, I'm going out in the winter in 68 degree weather yeah, I'm, I'm mean, really is, I'm yeah. really cold right now it's 45 <laughs> degrees let's talk about that last to, uh, match regarding to Rocky here I mean, as a boxing match you finally it leads up to this moment. What did you guys think of that? Apollo was saying three rounds, three rounds. And it was kind of cool to see Apollo sit back down at the first round like, fuck, dude. Man, I thought Apollo Creed was so fucking slick in this movie. I don't don't know which one of you I was watching the fighter with in theaters. It was one of you three. I didn't see it with you. And I leaned over to you and I said... He just won the Academy Award. Yeah. When uh, Was it you? The cake scene. It was yeah. the cake scene. Yeah. I said, Christian Bell just won an Academy Award. Yeah. And I felt the same way. I You saw the writing on the wall in that final fight. I think that 
that is the those are the moments that got technically this movie the academy award mm-hmm. because there's it's visceral it's rough his eyes are swollen his the makeup is fantastic mm-hmm. you actually feel like they're fighting this this knockdown drag out and and you feel rocky's desperation i think you really do you as oh, yeah. a, as a boxer and i think that alone is so, the fighter there's another <laughs> yeah. the, that alone creates this uh, the, the created the Academy Award, created yeah. the, created the, the success yeah. of the movie. Now there's there's a couple of parts of that last fight that I always remember from a kid when when he has to you know make cut his eye, um, just cut the to eye. Real, yeah just, just let me see I need to, to see. cut it I need to see uh, just cut it cut, cut me, me. Um, I mean that's that's a scene that literally stuck with me since I first saw this movie and I was you know nine or whatever. Did you, did you think at all about anything from college when you saw this movie? Well, about like the the, the the stuff you had to go through the train. Um, I think least. I think I the pictures idea, had to run a lot more than anyone else. Yes, we did. Um, and I think that in a that lot of ways, it's this idea of committing to something, even though it's kind of an intangible. Like, there's is there really purpose to it that you know for sure you're going to get anything out of it? No, but you go with it with because yeah, you you dedicate it to yourself or you dedicate it for yourself or whatever it is that there's some kind of idea that hey, there's there's a purpose to it, right? That you're you're doing it and. Maybe you'll see the benefits from it. Maybe you won't see the benefits from it, but you still go through with it. You know if that makes yeah. sense. Oh, that made sense. Yeah, it's it's but, kind of it's kind of your reserve to the journey, despite the end. Yeah, it's it's the same kind of concept. Like, mm-hmm. um, did you, Sean? Did you see anything with uh, college with what you training or like any type of sports <laughs> at all? Anything? No, not just college. I guess baseball. Did you see yourself at all? Like, hey. Like I remember training to this level of no. just like you know what I'm gonna grit I'm gonna get get down and just grit grit so, it out. So uh, I I always did cost benefit analysis. You're that way. That's why I was on my own pole. <laughs> <laughs> I always did cost benefit analysis. Is the juice worth the as, squeeze? As long <laughs> as long as I, as long as the effort <laughs> matched the reward, then I was the more than willing to do it. Yep. But at the end of the day, I was not willing to exert effort if it meant that I was going to fail. And that's why I didn't succeed as an athlete. No, you did. Well, I mean, in college, but I mean. But you did go to the distance, man. I did. But in law school, (laughs) it was a different, it was a completely different thing. In law school, I think that I would not have survived law school without athletics, without, because I finally understood that no matter what I did, I had to succeed. So it was. I implemented what I learned in sports in law school, and I saw so many people flounder and fail because of weakness, not because it was technically difficult, but because they wouldn't put in the time and effort and work to read and to go through the process. So I I don't think that it helped me in sports, but I definitely think it helped me after. I like it. I like that, man. You going to be my coach? I already was your coach. I got rid of your pap sort of special and gave you real alcohol. <laughs> I made you a gentleman. Consistent <laughs> preparation equals uh, results. No, wait, was it uh, inconsistent preparation equals piss poor performance? No, I don't think it was that. And that brings us to the end of our review. Now it's time on the podcast where each of the hosts provides their score on our following scale. Eddie, can you provide us our scale, please? Oh, hey, look, you updated it. Zero, the perfect movie. Don't need shit to enjoy it. One, a feel-good first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, you're going to Uber or Lyft and home. Four, a rough morning watch of shame. 
five, blacked out, shit face, spring break, drunk. It's already rated at a nine. <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke. I'm sorry. Um, Jeremiah, let's start with you. <laughs> me again? Well, who was it last first time? Was it? Yeah, it was me. Was not, Jeremiah, no, no, I've already gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as long as it's not me. Yeah. So I came in watching this movie, and I was just like waiting for every favorite scene I remember in Rocky, and it wasn't in this film, unfortunately. So for me, it kind of dragged. I do like the whole underdog story. I like what Rocky kind of like, you know, it's all about rising above against all odds. And even he lost that match. I get it. You know, he went to distance, but the end, he got the girl, Adrian. That was the trophy. That was his trophy. That was his life. And I actually really enjoy that part right there. You know? I'm glad. But it's still he surprised everyone in the whole movie. <laughs> he just... surprised did he not surprise everyone in the whole movie? No, everyone was I like, literally everyone thought was... he was supposed to win. I was like, oh, I thought No he one won. knew he was gonna so go three two. rounds. And then I thought like, okay, well he's gonna actually fight Apollo Creed in the gym. You fight Apollo Creed, bro. That See how many rounds you last. Wait, why are you getting mad at me? I'm just yeah, yeah. You're so defensive of every yeah. movie you pick, and you even know this is not the greatest movie. No, like seriously, like I'm <laughs> It's I'm, point break all over like, again. I'm thinking about all these movies and I thought it was gonna be this movie, but it was completely like oh, Rocky Two. <laughs> <laughs> See? Rocky you should have went Rocky Two, man. <laughs> I think that was still in the seventies, wasn't it? Seventy nine. <laughs> Listen, it, I appreciate what the movie's about. It's cool. You know, it's not a bad of a movie. I think, seriously, I, I think, I guess I like Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4, and all the other, other Rockies. But you know what? You got to give it respect. It did start a whole thing, you know, and you know what? It's a 2.5 for me, my friends. 2.5. Uh, uh, Brandon, go ahead. All right. So this is a movie that, uh, like I said at the very beginning, I grew up uh, loving. I grew up um, kind of, in a lot of ways, looking at, at Rocky as the model um, underdog, not just underdog, but just somebody to, to as, uh, aspire to, right? This idea that you you work hard, you trust, you know, in the idea that you put everything you could into it and that should be enough, right? And revisiting this after not seeing it for 15 years or, or whatever it's been, um, it was nothing short of, of just a major disappointment. Um, it, is it a good movie? I mean... It's a good enough movie. Does it deserve a claim? No, it's so overrated. It is so overrated. Uh, I do think that Rocky II is, is a better movie. I think that there's a lot more to it. Um, I thought that the characters are all cardboard cutouts. I thought that there's only two characters that have any kind of depth to them, and we don't get enough of them, and that's Mickey, and I think it's Apollo Creed. Absolutely. And I want to see those two. I would have loved to see them. I want to make people drink. De- I, I, I would love to not, not necessarily see them developed. I want to see everybody else developed, and I want to see more of those other characters. Polly um, was too much of a stereotype. Rocky was too much of a caricature. Adrian was too much of a mystery. So we couldn't really understand any of them or their purposes. Um, and I think that I was really plagued with this idea of just being disappointed because I was so excited. Like I said, I, I, I said, man, you need to watch this. This is a, this is a requirement in living. No, right. It, she just didn't get it. I don't blame her for not getting it. And, um, you know, and so for that, uh, with, without any, just, you know, dragging it on anymore, I'm going to give it a 3.75. I was super disappointed. I, I'm going to give this a, uh, an Uber lifting home, but while I'm in the back, Ubering, I'm just gonna keep pouring some shots. An incognito shot. Three point seven five. So um, we're gonna go with yeah. uh, with Sean. So uh, as I watched the movie, I I kept getting stuck on what he's fighting for. 
And I know that doesn't seem like a big deal for maybe some people. But for me, if you're going to have a sports movie, I need to feel like I'm with you. I need to feel like I, I want you to win. In Miracle, I wanted that hockey team to win so badly. They In did. Cool Freaking Runnings, I wanted them to win the bobsled they championship. Didn't. They didn't. <laughs> they did not. You know, um, I just, I felt like he, he was, he had prepared his whole life to be a boxer. Yeah, he was down and out. Yeah, he was blue collar. Yeah, he was poor and trying to work his way up. But this was his opportunity and he took full advantage of it. It's like, it's a success story. It's, it's a good success story. I just didn't feel the passion and emotion that, uh, I, that I probably should have. And I think that what this movie did, like Brandon, like what you said, um, in real life, Philly got behind this movie in real life. This movie was the underdog going into the awards in real life. This movie was Rocky. It was the, 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 the underrated underdog to, to, to defeat all these great actors and these great movies and these great scores. And at the end of the day, while the, the payoff isn't exactly what you want, the story over the movie, it increases its value. So um, I, I kind of had an original score that I was playing with. I think I'm going to change it slightly um, in a better direction. Really? Um, I think that Mickey really did it for me. I think Mickey was, was fantastic. I think that uh, Polly was a piece of shit. I think Adrian, um, I, I had a hard, I always have a hard time watching battered women and she just kind of, never recovered enough for me to really get behind. And maybe in Rocky two, three or four, which I have not seen any other Rockies except for Rocky Balboa, where you can move him forward. Um, I hope she gets better. Another and, drink. And I'm looking, huh? Another drink. Another drink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope she gets better. Um, so that being said, I thought Creed was the highlight. I thought Carl Weathers was was Dude, the shit. The he was shit, he was amazing. And I really want to see Creed and Creed too. That's I didn't actually think that that those were good, but I'll watch them if you say they're good. I'll watch them. Um, so, in that be, all being said, in a nutshell, I think that I'm going to give it a, uh, a 1.75. Um, I think that while it has significant flaws, there's a reason it's on AFI's list, and it's because. The last 30 minutes in the fight are pretty flawless. And there's nothing on screen that I've seen as visceral, you know, since then, yes. But until that point, that was a very visceral, very realistic fight. And I think that that alone brings it up for me. So 1.75. Ed, finish us off. Well, let's talk about this drink. It's really good. You know, the PBR with a shot. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you, man. I'm fucking. I think this is yeah. fantastic. This is a so, one drink for me. When I look at when I look at Rocky, it's hard. It's hard not to look at all the the rest of the franchise movies and to see what this created the foundation. Um, it definitely had some gaps in the the movie that I felt like it left people with a lot of questions. If you just watch this movie alone, you're gonna watch out the movie like with a little bitter taste in your mouth. But if you watch the whole series, if you watch the rest of the franchise movies, uh, obviously it, it meant a lot more. Um, it, it is a movie that people go to this Philly now and they even run up the steps and they pretend to be Rocky. You know, it's funny how they pretend the, ci the city of Philly is, this is their hero, one of their heroes, and it's a fictional character. So for that to even happen, you know, this movie played a big part in that city growing. 
and it played a big part. I feel like uh, people growing up in the '80s, growing, uh, I mean, it just, you know, it obviously came out in '76. So I mean, they grew it, up with the franchise. You grew up with the franchise, so it's just almost kind of like Star Wars. You grew up with the movie, like every you know, Rocky. Just kind of like you grew up with Rocky. Um, it was cool to see scenes from Rocky of why and where he came from. It just, it just was a cool movie that it's, it was hard not to for me to focus on like the steps I went through in life to become where I am, who I am today, um, and just did the growth of who I am now. Um, and then the, you know the training was cool and it was a good vibes of the movie. I think I originally said this movie. I, I think it was I said it was overrated. Um, I still think it is overrated. Uh, I don't think it's a movie that <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a movie that's uh, rated properly. I, I, this movie, at least this movie, the franchise as a whole, met expectations. I don't. I think it's exactly where it is. But this movie, I think it just gets. It's because it's the first movie, and a lot of people don't know, haven't seen it. They just assume that it's this great movie. Um, it's a movie that I want more from certain characters. Apollo definitely stole the scene. You know, from the whole movie, I felt like he was the character that everyone wanted to see. Uh, from coming out of the, the 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 final fight, he came out and he looked like George Washington. Like he made you laugh, he made you like almost cheer for him. Um, you wanted you want to see him win at at some points because it's like you know you almost knew what was going to happen. Um, but at the same time, I liked how the movie, uh, the character Apollo grew and. Mickey, you you had ideas of you know him and Rocky had this fight between each other, and you knew Rocky was a very was going to be the lead character for many episodes, for many other movies to come. This I don't know if they did it on purpose, but I feel like they never developed certain characters in the in the series. Um, it was always focused on Rocky. Maybe that's because it's Sylvester's story. You know, it's he created it. He wanted to be about him. I give this movie uh, a score that I feel like I've been toying around with it since it's my movie. Um, I don't want to give it over a, a low score because it, it's my movie, but I do think it's a 2.25. So it is... So a, I was the lowest score? Yeah, did you yeah. play it around Shocking with that one? Yeah, yeah. so I gave a happy time. buzz with a sh- with a, a little what bit of a, a point uh, of a shot. So, so when, when we, we uh, add those scores yeah. together and we divide by four, that gets us a score of... A 2.5625. I can read. Okay, so five. Jeremy, where does that put us on our, our 2. master 2.5625. It puts us between 24 and 25, between The Hangover and Scream. So better is The Hangover, uh, hangover Grease, with a 2.5, and Scream is Grease, a definitely 2. not, not, not 2.625. And Clueless Grease. is worse, and 300 is worse, and of course, uh, Point is way better is than this one. Yeah, so is uh, Superman. Well, see, Clueless is not in the top 100 AFI movies. That's true. Should be, but it isn't. Yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't be. Clueless? I love that movie so much. That was terrible. I feel like it yeah. fits. I mean, it's it's down there. It's not. It, it's it's yeah. a mixture of movies. It's like okay, it's a good movie. Maybe a little bit above average. Maybe below below average. It's around average. What you know? Two point five is an average movie, right? Yeah, yeah two point five is an average movie. All you right. You guys like the store? Two point five six. Two. Yeah, two, two point. What is it? Two point five six two five. Two point five six two five. You like the store? It's good. I think um, it, it yeah, fits. Yeah, it, fits it. it fits. I think it's a little a little low, but uh, thanks a lot, Sean. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, that's you. But I still think that my 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 uh, score was well reasoned. So, if you enjoyed our podcast uh, or a fan, please subscribe wherever you're listening and leave us a five star review on iTunes. You can also find us on Instagram at the dot gentleman podcast. Uh, visit our website at the dot uh, gentlemanpodcast.com, or if you want, you can uh, reach out to us by email at hosts with an S at the gentlemanpodcast.com. Uh, check out our Instagram. We post every, 
uh, Monday or every Friday before a Monday episode, we post a picture of the cocktail uh, with the recipe so that you guys can go ahead and make it and get ready for the episode on Monday and watch the movie and get ready for the episode on Monday. We'll what be was really- it about merchandise? Well, merchandise? No merchandise. No, not yet. Oh, we'll we be- don't have hoodies? Oh, my uh, God. We should. We'll be seeing an episode mask? Every, other, mask. every other Monday from now on. So uh, I think that this season, you know, we're, we're sticking to some mainstream movies. I think it's going to be fun. We've also got some sleepers in there. Uh, so we like invite you, please, to continue listening. Tell your friends and let us uh, continue to grow on the charts. Um, we want to thank you all for listening. And uh, I guess that's it. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Hey, one more drink. Adrian! Adrian! Cheers, gentlemen. That was our best boxing movie. Eddie, great pick on that one. Uh, 70s. It's hard to pitch a movie. It was that or Exorcist.